welcome to the Green Guide to the History of Pro Wrestling Noah. I do hope this will be helpful in giving you a simple background to the promotion and its history. I have tried to be concise to give newer fans, or indeed older fans wanting to know more, a glimpse of how Noah was during its golden era and the darkness that settled after Nisawa's death. It is not possible to cover everything, so I have just tried to stick to the basics. So if I do leave anything out, anything crucial, I'm very sorry. Part 1. Enter Misawa. Noah's founder, Mitsuharu Misawa, was born in Yubari, Hokkaido, on June 18, 1962. By some reports, his early years were not happy, as his father was a violent alcoholic who regularly beat his wife, and at one time he, he stabbed her. Misawa's interest in Jim um, came from the need to protect himself. He felt that if he was strong and well-built, then nobody at all would dare do the same thing to him. While training as a gym teacher, Misawa paid a visit to the All Japan Dojo, where he was met at the door by Jumbo Saruta, who told him to graduate first and then come back to train. Misawa did just that, and it was to be a momentous decision, and nobody yet knew how far-reaching the consequences would be. Misawa was trained primarily by Shohei, Giant Baba, and Jumbo Sruta, whose assistant he would become, and by two gaijin, Dick Beyer and Dory Funk Jr. It was there he would meet Akira Tawe and Kent Kabashi, two men he would remain friends with until the end of his life, and together with Toshiyagi Kawada, they would be known as the Four Pillars of Wrestling, or sometimes the Four Heavenly Pillars. Baba created them, with the help of Jumbo Saruta, to usher in an era of wrestling fit for the four Buddhist heavily kings. Ironically, Misawa seemed to be most identified with Kubera, who was the chief of the four and was associated with the colour green. They were chosen for their loyalty to all Japan, and Baba could always count on them to have highly rated matches and sell-out venues. The Budokan, for example. Although not part of the Heavenly Pillars, Yoshinari Ogawa was one of the top junior heavyweights during the mid-1990s, and he and Misawa would also become tag team champions. As the years passed, trainees came and trainees went. Most were not able to cope with the tough life, the gruelling training, and the strict hierarchy that existed um, within the dojo. But people did enter and did stick it out, such as Naomichi Marafuji, who had become Misawa's protege, Kenta, back then simply known as Kenta Kobayashi, eventually he would romanize and put his phoneme in capitals to avoid confusion with his teacher, Kenta Kobashi, Makoto Hashi, Takeshi Morishima, Takeshi Sugiura, Takeshi Rikyo, and Yoshinabu Kanemaru, to name a few. Sadly, Giant Baba succumbed to cancer on the 31st of January 1999, and everything changed at All Japan. Mitsuharu Misawa was appointed president. Almost from the start, disagreements with Giant Baba's widow, Makoto, especially over the way the company was run and the direction in which Misawa wished to take it, soured the role. Misawa wished to make all Japan a little more modern, which Makoto did not agree with. Humiliatingly removed by a majority vote of executive board members, Misawa resigned his position. Makoto Baba, seemingly one to never forgive or forget, issued a statement two days later saying to the effect that Misawa was a fool who had acted inconsiderately. Even after many years have passed, she can still continue to punish him by even going as far as to cut off her own nose despite her own face, by deliberately leaving off most of his most or famous All Japan matches on subsequent DVD releases. Part 2. Exodus from All Japan 
After Misawa made it known to his colleagues and their trainees, who he personally approached, according to Takashi Sugiura, that he was going to start his own promotion, and there would be nothing to worry about. So please trust and follow him. All Japan then witnessed its most momentous walkout as 24 out of 26 people resigned. A few days later, 12 more people walked out to join Misawa. Gathering those who had agreed to follow him into the unknown and work for the new as-of-yet unnamed promotion, Mitsuharu Misawa held a press conference in May. Suited and sombre, his face pale, Misawa in an emotional voice read out a statement regarding the situation with All Japan. As you already know, I, Mitsuharu Misawa, have resigned as an officer of All Japan Pro Wrestling. I have also given my notice that I will not be re-signing my contract as wrestler. In other words, I am leaving All Japan. For about one year, I have tried my best as president to continue the legend of AJPW. However, I feel there is a disconnect between AJPW and the type of wrestling I want to do in the future. In order to stick to my wrestling ideals and not to destroy the AJPW that Babasan created, I have decided to leave. Regarding my next step, I will be creating a new promotion with the roster that has joined me here today. To the media, the staff and the fans, I, along with the rest of the roster, apologise for the trouble and the worry we have may have created. We are planning to do our best from the start. We appreciate your continued support. Thank you. The formation of a new promotion was announced on June 21st in Tokyo. Its name? Noah. It symbolised those who had been saved from the flood. Over time, the image of the ark sheltering those within it from the raging waters around them on stormy seas would become more than an image. It would become an ideal. From its early days, the ark would be a symbol of that everyone in Noah would go the same way together and pull together during times of crisis, like the crew of a ship during a storm. The offices in the dojo were set up in the Devarareke arena in Tokyo, and it would become home to Noah for the next 15 or 16 years. With the mass walkout, all Japan found themselves without a TV deal, as NTV elected not to broadcast them. But instead, it gave Noah the slot they have been broadcasting all Japan for the last 27 years. All Japan also found that they couldn't simply switch to another network, as NTV were shareholders. Misawa announced that Noah's first shows ever would be held over the two days on the 5th and 6th of August. They would be called Departure. Tickets sold out in 20 minutes after being released, and for the fans that couldn't get in, monitors were set up in the parking lot. 1,800 people attended. Part 3. The Golden Years. 2002 to 2009. Misawa had long admired a German wrestler called Horst Hoffmann, who was active in Japan in the early 1970s and whose signature colour was green. And so he wore green in honour of him. Green was to be the colour of Noah, and it would remain that way. After its turbulent and uncertain start, Noah entered a hazy green summertime. Not agreeing with Baba's policy that all Japan must stick to all Japan, Misawa happily opened the doors of Noah, and working agreements were formed with Ring of Honor, America, WXW, Germany, and promotions in Mexico, where Misawa had spent some time as a rookie. Groups of talent, not just one person, crossed the globe to appear at these promotions and vice versa. Misawa admired WXW so much that he was inspired to start SEM in 2006. SEM, named after Noah's son, was to be a showcase of the up-and-coming trainees, it was televised, always tales in Difrarake to a hundred people to create a small intimate atmosphere, 
and Misawa would watch from above. Kenta and Marafuji, by this time now fully-fledged wrestlers, were trainers, and they would appear on the show with their, other, with their trainees. Other NOAA wrestlers and outside talent would often appear. No championships were ever defended on SEM, and SEM did not have its own championship league. The GHC heavyweight title was inaugurated by Mitsuharu Misawa, who was its first champion, and for the first three years of NOAA, it was held by the senior heavyweights until it was decided that new blood should be infused, and it was given to Takeshi Rikyo. Now, Michi Marafuji set the record for being the youngest champion at 26 when he held it in September 2006 by beating Yonakiyama for it. Takeshi Morishima became one of the best Ring of Honor champions in February 2007, and he held the title for 231 days, making 20 defences, many of them memorable, especially for the brutal match he had with Brian Danielson when he caused retinal damage to him, which caused him to wear an eye patch. He remains the only Noah talent and the only Japanese to have held the title. He himself held the GHC heavyweight title the next year in March 2008. Yoshinobu Kanemaru was the first holder of the GHC Junior Championship. The GHC heavyweight tag belts were first held by Two Cold Scorpio and Big Van Veda, and the first GHC Junior heavyweight tag champions were Kenta and Marafuji in 2003. Adifa Ariake has been called the spiritual home of Noah, and it was there that they had their happiest days in the endless summer they were in. As well as holding events and SEM, they filmed their Christmas specials there, other smaller skits, like their famous Power Ranger skit, aka Difa Ariake Sentai no Ranger, with the evil Kabashi taking on Green Ranger Misawa, the fan appreciation events, which included a talk show, the Dojo Chanko, a flea market at Christmas where fans could buy the rest of old gear and other fan events. Noah opened a small office in Hawaii to deal with their American and European promotion activities, which could not be easily dealt with in the Tokyo office. They also had an English language website at that time. They could afford to run co-promotional shows and short tours in Europe, England and Germany, with a full staff and roster in attendance. It was around 2002-2003 that Go Shiozaki and Eddie Edwards entered the Noah Dojo at Differ. Go Shiozaki was later sent on expedition out to Harley Race's training camp and later he had a spell in Ring of Honor. Eddie Edwards was one of the first, if not the only gaijin to train at Noah's Dojo and be considered part of Noah. This was the era of the stadiums. With a vibrant young roster, outside talent and active veterans with tremendous drawing power still, Noah had no problems booking out their larger shows. For example, Destiny 2005, which drew 62,000 people, at arenas such as the Nippon Budokan and the Tokyo Dome. They ran seven shows at the Nippon Budokan in 2006 and 2007, six in 2008 and four in 2009. Over that period of time, they drew 8,000 to 19,000 people. It was round about 2005-2006, maybe a little earlier, that Misawa realised that he had to prepare for the future, as there were clouds starting to gather in the sunshine. In June 2006, Kentakabashi was diagnosed with kidney cancer. Misawa, already suffering badly from a neck injury, had to postpone not only his own retirement once again due to injury amongst the seniors, but also his own treatment of it in order to carry the promotion, and it made him think of what would happen if he himself were injured so badly that he could not continue. 
And so far, he had been lucky, as even while the younger wrestlers went out with injuries, he hadn't. And so he started to make plans for the future, which included drawing up his will. One of the ways he prepared the next generation of the future was to allow Kenta and Naomichi Manafuji to produce their own shows. He also started bringing junior wrestlers into the boardroom. Magazines were aghast as they thought him mad, but time was to prove that this was a very sensible move. Adding to the problems of Misawa's own worsening health, the fact that his physical condition was ballooning, he had never been a man with washboard abs, um, but by the later stages of his career, he had gained considerable weight and the muscles had started to atrophy and turn into fat as he could not physically do what he once did. And his painkiller medication was rising. He needed to sleep on a mound of pillows due to the chronic neck problems. Added to all of this was the additional burden of the Japanese economy and taking a nosedive. Therefore, at the dusk of their summertime, Noah announced cost-cutting measures. A full crew would no longer be taken on tour, and anyone on the roster who was lazy and did not work hard, or train as they should, would not find themselves on any fight cards or even be on the road with the promotion. Younger trainees would be left behind in the dojo to train, and junior wrestlers and some old vets would take their place at ringside. Part 4. Tragedy in Hiroshima On the 13th of June 2009, Mitsuharu Misawa teamed with Go Shiozaki to take on Akitoshi Saito and Bison Smith for the GHC heavyweight tag team titles at the Hiroshima Green Arena. Saito did a belly-to-back suplex with Misawa and he lost consciousness on landing. The referee performed CPR to no avail, rushed to hospital. He was pronounced dead at 10 past 10 p.m. Years of putting off his retirement, his neck injury, and it was suspected that he had other injuries um, besides that, had caught up with him. The official cause of death was never actually released uh, per the family's request, but it has been speculated that his neck snapped and caused a fatal heart attack. The next day, Go Shiozaki was awarded the vacant GHC heavyweight championship as current champion Yonakiyama had to vacate it. Uh, the night Misawa had died, Yonakiyama was suffering a back injury due to herniated discs and collapsed in pain and was rushed to hospital. Uh, Traumatised, Shiozaki broke down and sobbed loudly during a press interview after the match with his head in his hands. Noah ran two memorial shows in Misawa, as they do do every June. Wrestlers cried openly on the way to the ring. Kentakabashi was grief-stricken. By far the worst victim of this was Akitoshi Saito. He broke down in the ring and sobbed that he would carry this burden with him for the rest of his life. But sadly he was to endure harassment and abuse from the public. His home was vandalised, his children were beaten up, and he received death threats. Unsurprisingly, the poor man was placed on suicide watch. Saito credits being able to get through this dark time thanks to the support of the true Noah fans, who did not blame him and who supported him, and the support of Noah himself, who vocally called for the end to the harassment. Misawa's death was the end of a long summer of Noah, who now entered the fall, but there was one positive outcome. There had been no doctor in attendance the night Misawa died, but a law was enacted soon afterwards requiring a doctor to be at ringside, or at least, you know, present in the building with the company, and Noah have not flouted this. Approximately 25,000 people attended Misawa's farewell memorial on the 4th of July 2009, which was held at the Fa'areake. 
Defa does not have the capacity for such numbers, and so the line stretched all the way to Toyosu Station. Each year, Noah holds memorial shows in June for Misawa. The wrestlers usually wear a green wristband in memory of the promotion's founder, even though many of them today did not know Misawa. But his memory is sacred in Noah, nonetheless. A portrait of him is erected above the ring, and he looks down benevolently upon it, just like he did in Sem all those years ago when he would watch Noah's future. Part 5. Entering the Fall With Misawa gone, Noah went through a corporate restructure. As par Misawa's will, his protégé and everything but legally adopted son, Namichi Marafuji, was appointed to the position of vice president. At 30, Marafuji was a wrestler, he was not a businessman, and he knew very little of running a corporation, structure, business practices, etc. As he himself admits, there were days when he couldn't even look at a computer due to the severe headache, and he relied heavily on the Legal Affairs Bureau for any process issues. He had to learn everything by scratch. Akira Tawe was appointed president, and Kenta Kabashi retained his position as executive vice president. For Akira Tawe, this was going to be a role that was to change him into an older man overnight. A picture was taken of them all together, smiling, with arms extended, and hands overlapping as a show of unity. Only Kenta Kabashi looked solemn. Behind the scenes, behind the smiles, there had been serious infighting. The sources vary as to whether it was Yonakiyama or Mitsuo Momota who was not happy with the decision to appoint Marafuji as vice president, and um, whoever it was took him out to lunch and pleaded with him not to do this. Several others, um, such as the mentioned Mitsuo Momota, one of the older generation, and Rikido-san's son, who had followed Misawa from all Japan, quit the company. In 2011, Noah announced that Kent Kobashi had stepped down from his position within the company. In December 2012, he was released from his contract. In a reversal of the All Japan walkout, uh, Kent Kobashi returned to All Japan. Yonokiyama followed him in protest, and four others vocally sided with their teacher and refused to renew their contracts with the other old promotion. Atsushi Aoki, Go Shiyosaki, Kotaro Suzuki and Yoshinobu Kanemaru departed for varying careers in all Japan and beyond. Part 6. The Depths of Winter In March 2012, Japan and the wrestling world were scandalised by the revelation that Noah had ties to the Yakuza. The investigation came about after Yun Isumida, by 2017, who had been one of the um, seniors in NOAA, had written a book and in it mentioned, or hinted, sources vary, that the promotion had Yakuza ties. Horrifying details came to light that the tickets had been sold to a Yakuza gang by an executive board member and former wrestler, Haruka Aigen, and the deal was brokered by the general manager, Ryu Nakata. Unbelievably, this had been going on since 2003. It was further revealed that not only had the tickets been sold to the gang, but they'd also helped the promoting live events. Both Haruka Aigen, died 2016, and Ryu Nakata, died 2014, were demoted to general employees of no executive power or influence, and no instituted strict anti-Yakuza protocols, and attempted to control the damage. It was too late. Their reputation was in ruins, and they looked like hypocrites, having always had strong anti-crime work as part of their social outreach. 
Trust and respect were not the only things that Noah lost. They also lost a TV deal, which they had for 12 years, since taking it from All Japan, which had been broadcasting weekly. By 2013, Noah had seemingly patched things up with Kenta Kobashi, and they ran his retirement show at the Budokan. It was not only Kenta Kobashi's last show at the Budokan, but it was also Noah's. It was attended by 17,000 people. Very sadly for Noah, they would not see the Budokan, all these figures again, for a long time. In 2014, another blow was stuck to the promotion. When Kenta, who was one of the biggest stars, left in Noah, announced that he was not going to renew his contract and left to sign with the WWE. Noah entered its winter, but it hadn't yet reached the depths. The office in Hawaii was closed, and SEM ceased to function in 2015. This was partly due to money issues. Noah were not drawing as they once were, and partly due to the fact that trainees did not want to come to their dojo now, thanks to the scandal of the tickets, the extremely bad image Noah had in Japan, and no TV deal anymore. And the fact the promotion seemed to be dying and it was a thing that very little people wanted to be a part of. A sense of crisis was growing in the company, and this was transmitted to the remaining fans. The wrestlers felt it, the fans felt it, and they fed off each other and created a vicious circle. 2015 brought more woe as Takeshi Morishima became injured during Global League, and a blood test found out that he was at risk of developing diabetes, and so he had to retire. Kenta was gone, now Morishima. Misawa was dead, Gabashi retired, Akiyama gone, and Nikira Tawe had to announce his retirement from wrestling in 2013 to concentrate on the job that was slowly killing him. Something had to be done, and Noah looked to New Japan for help, and head booker, Yedo, was appointed to try and get the struggling promotion seaworthy again. At this time, Go Shiyazaki returned. He would be the only one out of the five that had walked out with Gabashi to return home to Noah full-time. While initially a successful partnership, Noah found that they were playing second fiddle to New Japan. An invasion angle was decided upon whereby Minoru Suzuki would try and take over the promotion with his gang of thugs and it would pit Noah against them. It had the desired effect, although not in the way anyone intended, as the Suzuki army did take over. They drove away most of Noah's fans who weren't too impressed by seeing what was left of Noah being beaten up each week and humiliated by New Japan and the defection of the Keshi Sugiura, who was one of the few who had remained toward the promotion, left a sour taste in everyone's mouths, as was the returning Yoshinobu Kanemaru, who sided with Suzuki-gun over his old promotion. It was at this time that a long-term associate, Kasuhiko Nakajima, signed with Noah on the closure of Diamond Ring, and that a young, awkward-looking boy from the dojo, who had been inspired by Mitsuharu Misawa, who he had watched on TV as a child, made his debut in December. His name was Kaito Kiyomiya. 2016 was the year that finally the snow started to melt, but a thick frost still needed to thaw. Noah was sold to IT development company, Estvi Co. Limited. The remaining fans were worried as to what this meant, so Marafuji had to issue a statement to reassure people of the changes that were happening in Noah. With Estvi came Masayuki Uchida, who had been the president of All Japan and now became the new president of Noah. Akira Tawe remained on in an advisory role. New Japan pulled out in 2016. Um, some reports state they were sent backing, and Noah picked up the pieces, including a 29% drop in their attendance figures. From now on, they would concentrate on their own talent. Another change was in the cold air. 
After 16 years, they had to leave Differ, which they did in December. This wasn't due to any money worries, but more to the fact the old venue was now closing. Differ, which had been their home, which the majority had grown up in, now became a silent, shuttered place. Part 7. The Children of a Turbulent Era 2017 was the year everything started to turn around. At first again, it would look like it would be another struggle to survive as the company entered bankruptcy proceedings. But there was a candle in the gloom um, by the Business Alliance announced in February with impact. In March 2017, it was announced that Border City Wrestling, BCW, would also partner with NOAA. 2017 was the start of the event that would change everything and breathe new life into the promotion. Having been defeated soundly by Kino, who had arrived as a freelance in 2014 and signed with NOAA in 2015, Kaito Kiyomiya left him on June 5th for an overseas expedition and NOAA kept it very quiet when he would return. NOAA bounced the GHC heavyweight title between Takashi Sugiura and Go Shiyazaki. Like Takeshi Rikyo, who had retired in 2011 due to severe neck injuries, it was decided that the belt needed new blood infusing and it was put on Katsuhiko Nakajima. While accepted as a good GHC junior champion, or indeed a good GHC tag team champion in either weight, Nakajima did not connect with Noah's fans as a GHC heavyweight champion. What was needed was to shake the boat, so to speak. And so Noah took the unprecedented step of building a story arc around the title, Misawa's title and they put the belt on Eddie Edwards and Noah, wanting to get it back from him. No foreigner before had ever helped the GHC heavyweight title, and fans were divided on it. Although he hates being called it, they don't call Marafuji Noah's genius for nothing, so during Global League, everybody was focused on the rivalry between Go Shiyosaki and Naomichi Marafuji, the two most likely contenders. Marafuji, who had attempted to take the title in November from Edwards, but failed, was bent on getting it back, and Shiozaki was also in the race as he wished to be the one who would represent Noah and also to redeem himself. Unfortunately for Shiozaki, this meant going through Marafuji, a man who he had never beaten in a singles match. In the end, neither was victorious, Marafuji being beaten by Masaki Tamiya in the semi-final and Shiozaki having one of the matches of his career against Kino. The pods of spring were stirring under the frost as Kino got on the microphone and announced to the crowd that he would defeat Edwards for the title, and defeat him he did. At Winter Navigation 2017, in front of a sold-out crowd at the Kurokuen, Kino won the title back in an epic match. He got on the microphone and told the crowd, in his own typical farmer style, that he was taking new bastards back to the Budokan, and that he was going to create his own era in Noah. When somebody walked in that no one had expected to see, and no one at first recognised as he's changed so much. Kaito Kiyomiya had come home, and he challenged him for the title. Noah is a young promotion with a history of varying fortunes, achievements, scandal, tragedy and crisis. It has weathered a lot during its first 17 years, and despite all of this, it's somehow managed to stay afloat. Maybe the best line that can be summed up about it is the rallying cry, that was created at 2000 in its infancy. Almost its first words were, This is Noah. I've been Hasame, and thank you for listening. You can find me on Twitter. Um, it's HI5AME, and it'll say after it Pro Wrestling Noah in English. 
I do podcasts, uh, translations, GIFs, articles, uh, a whole range of things, really. But a big thank you for helping me out with this um, goes to, of course, my boyfriend for editing it. A kind thanks to helping me out with the All Japan era is John Giff from topropepress.com, Surutayo and Yuji Suruta. And also kind thanks for allowing me to reproduce his translation of Misawa's speech is Jojo from Voices of Wrestling. Just a bit of news um, before I go. It's uh, Kino will be appearing for Frontline Puro for their debut show on Thursday the 28th of June 2018 in Stratford Circus in London. If you would like to check out more about this, they can be found at frontlinerest.com. .bigcartel.com I've been Hesame and thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. This presentation has been brought to you by Noah Archive, the pro wrestling Noah podcast.